morning, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. You know, we have a global family, so good morning or good day to you wherever you are. So today is episode 36, and we're going to have a conversation about stress-free and loving me and why you should choose to be stress-free. So with that being said, uh, I would love for us to get started. Welcome to the Coffee with Rhonda show, where you are entering the stress-free leadership zone. What's in your cup? Great day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee with Rhonda show, uh, where we are helping you enter the stress-free leadership zone. We are a group of uh, authors and coaches and entrepreneurs and thought leaders, and we come together every Saturday morning. And what we do is we have a conversation about the ups, the downs, the challenges that you might be facing in your life and how we might be able to help. So today's conversation is going to be on stress-free and loving me, one of my favorite phrases. We're going to talk a little bit about that and why you should choose to be stress-free. But before we get started, I'm going to go over a couple of little housekeeping items um, before, and before we bring up the rest of our panel as well. Let me go ahead and bring our panel up and then we will continue uh, with our housekeeping items. So uh, if you're out there watching, be sure that you state your name, tell us where you're watching from, and don't forget to tell us what's in your cup. Also, I have a big ask right now. Take a moment, whether you're watching live or on replay, take a moment to like and then share the video. There is someone else out there who would like to hear this information also. And there's this new thing I just learned about if you are watching on Facebook, some of you are watching on YouTube. If so, don't forget to subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, you'll also want to subscribe by clicking the little bell. And what that does is it lets you know whenever we do a live broadcast, which you won't want to miss. So also comment. You know your comments power our conversation. We love to hear what you have to say. We read those comments on live. So with all that being said, let's get started. My name is Rhonda Y. Williams. I'm the host for the show. And I am a recovering stressed out leader. That's right. I call it an our soul. So <laughs> today um, I help executive leaders and entrepreneurs decide that it's time to stop the madness and to move to becoming stress-free. If you want to learn more about becoming a stress-free leader, you can visit www.thestressfreeleader.net. So what's in my getting our coffee and all of that fun stuff. So this is my little cup. Um, and it actually says San, Fran San Diego, which is where I am today, not in my normal Dallas home. Uh, I'm in San Diego today. And in my cup, I just have boring hotel coffee again. This is the second week in a row that I just have boring hotel coffee. Guys, I can't wait to get back home so I can get the real stuff going again. So that's a little bit about me. So let's introduce our panel. Uh, I'm going to come to our co-host first and then Hillary, we're going to let you introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you and then tell us what's in your cup. So good morning, Ms. Roz. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am officially broadcasting from my home. I'm not at work. I'm not taking care of anybody. Isn't this wonderful? <laughs> I get to look like a human being. So I am excited about being home. I am Roz Jones, the CEO and owner of Jacksonville's Best Caregivers, where we provide four levels of specialized care to your loved one's sitter, homemaker companion, home health aide, and certified nursing assistant. When you can't do it all, you give us a call. And in my cup today, I have uh, peppermint tea, lemon, peppermint tea, lemon, and honey. That's what I have. And Roz, yeah. I love that cup. Hold up that cup. That cup says 
jazzed about success. Love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wonderful. All right. And so, Ms. Hillary, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you. Tell us a little bit about you and then tell us what's in your cup. All right. Well, thank you for having me this morning. And I'm glad to be here with you, too. And I am Hillary Gooden, and I'm your Vibrant Life Coach. I'm author, speaker, <clears throat> excuse me, author, speaker, uh, Vibrant Life Coach, and lymphatic, health system, uh, lymphatic System Health Coach. And so I help to empower busy women leaders with strategies, strategies to reduce stress, reduce anxiety and inflammation by using tools and techniques to activate the lymphatic system to help to increase energy, clarity of mind, better health, and vitality. I believe you've got the power to help your body help you live a more vibrant life. That's what I do. That's who I am. And today in my cup, I thought I'd get a cup to kind of match my outfit. There you go. <laughs> so in my cup today, I'm drinking some hydro hydrogenated water that's got extra hydrogen gas in it. And it really helps to give me energy and stuff this morning. So that's what I'm drinking. <laughs> I, okay, so I have never tried that. Never that, heard of that. Yeah. So, so I love that. Yeah. And, and I, that's one of the things I love about asking what's in everyone's cups, right? Because uh, there's all kinds of amazing things out there that we know nothing about. So hydrogenated, extra hydrogenated water. Yeah, it's called Izumio. I don't know if you can see Izumio. That. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, Izumio. And ah. it's something I just started with drinking, and it helps to reduce inflammation. Anything okay. that's going to help to reduce inflammation, I'm all for trying it out. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, so it's, it's, it's really good. So we have Michael out there watching this morning. Hey, or Michael, I'm not sure what time it is. He said, you're in a new environment today, girl. Can you tell, Michael? First of all, I'm a little <laughs> on the yellow side, right? <laughs> because the hotel lighting is just not the best. So uh, I had to get really creative to get some type of lighting going on here. So yes, I'm definitely in di a different environment. Thanks for tuning in. And Michael says he's got cognac in his cup, an after-dinner drink. All yes. right. Michael is actually uh, tuning in from Russia. So thanks so much for joining us, Michael. Um, and so we're going to go ahead and we'll get our conversation started today. So I wanted to start by just asking about, you know, my, as I said earlier in the introduction, my, one of my favorite phrases, it has become stress-free and loving me, stress-free and loving me. So I just want to ask you both, when you hear that phrase, how does it speak to you and what does it actually say to you? So stress-free and loving me. Hillary, let's go to you first and then we'll come to you, Roz. What does that say to you, stress-free and loving me? I love that because I'm always telling people to stress less, you know, mm -hmm. so to be stress-free. and But adding on that loving me, that, that takes it to a whole nother level because when we love ourselves, we're going to find ways to be stress-free. We're gonna find ways to stress less, to, you know, to do what it's gonna to take to uh, always tell people, you know, save some for yourself, mm. you know? And so this that's a part of loving yourself. That's a part of, you know, that loving me. I can't give you all of me because I need some of me for myself. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Um, you hear the term, you hear people say, you know, I'm giving you all of me. And, and I always, it, it's sort of, I get this little feeling when I hear phrases like that, because I know, mm -hmm. I don't think it's intentional um, when people are saying it. I think they don't really, um, they're not meaning it sort of literally. But when I hear that, just the willingness to completely give 100% of you to anything, right? Just think about it for a moment, mm -hmm. to anything, then what's left for you? Right. Exactly. And all of this stress. So, Roz, what does it mean to you when you hear that phrase stress free and loving me? Stress free and loving me is that I don't have to. Y'all know this is my favorite word. No human contact. I don't have to take, you know, bathe anybody, change <laughs> pamphlets, feed. I can just lay in my house and my birthday suit. That's my stress free and loving me. And just mm. relax. <laughs> Look, turn the phone down, turn the phone off, 
It's about just stopping and appreciating and loving on me. I can't, I can't give to you if I'm weak, if I don't do my regular maintenance on myself. And this week, if you can believe it, I actually got over 40 hours of sleep. And so now I, I, you know, my body is like, what's wrong? <laughs> but you know, my body actually went into almost into, you know, uh, you know, when you take the drug from the drug addicts, went into DTs, my body was like, you know, what's going on? I need for you to move. And I wasn't moving. And you know what? It felt good. Mm, that's awesome. It that felt it awesome. felt it felt really good. I was able to take a bath. I, I look, I have a jetted tub that I seldom, and when I say seldom, I think I've been in the tub 10 times since I've owned the house. And never get a chance really just to to soak and to use lavender and to use the camel. So stress-free and 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 all of that and loving me is about relaxing saying no to the phone, saying no to social media, saying no to people, setting those boundaries and taking care of me. Wow. I love that, Roz. Um, Michael says, walking across fresh mowed grass in my bare feet oh, wow. is a 50-year-old memory that helps me reduce stress. That's very cool. And wow. I love that you still have that 50-year-old memory that serves you right, that you can uh, recall. And it really helps bring you back to the moment, Michael. That's very cool. You know, for me, when I hear the term stress-free and loving me, similar to what you were saying, Roz, it evokes this feeling of it's freedom. Mm -hmm. it, it's about, it places it in context that it's really my world, right? This is my world and I get to um, decide how I'm going to live in my world. And, and I want us to talk a little bit more about that as we move through the conversation. Um, because the next thing that I think of is, if that's the case, if I can be stress-free and loving me, where's all of this stress coming from? Where does all of this stress come from? Are, are you asking me or are you asking Hillary? Roz? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just said it, this, you're cool. I'm sorry. I was being stress-free for a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> some of the stress is self-inflicted. Some mm -hmm. of it is that we, you know, we bring it upon ourselves. Uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm guilty of, you know, you know, just like uh, Hillary said that, you know, I sometimes I have a disease to please. You know, I'm trying to give you the best that I got. You know, like the song says uh, by Anita Baker, I'm giving you the best that I got. And then I'm worn out and tore up and tangled up and can't get myself straight. But, um, you know, uh, my mind just went blank. Lord Jesus. <laughs> I love that, though, Ross, the disease to please. Yeah, um, does, I think, contribute to a lot of our stress. It does. It does. And, you, you know, so we have to learn. I've, I've learned how to set boundaries. The biggest thing for me to reduce stress is setting boundaries. And my favorite word is no. And I'm not going to do it. And and if it's not on my calendar, I don't even address it. If it's, you know, I, you know, I've, I've done a wonderful thing in the last 60 days. I've hired a VA and I said, I don't want, I don't touch my calendar. I don't touch my emails. And I tell you, it has made my life a big difference because I asked for help. And that's another thing is to ask for help. Mm hmm. I love that, Roz. So, Hillary, before we come to you uh, on that one, where is all of this stress coming from? Um, Cindy's out there. She says, good morning, ladies. You all look great as usual. Looking forward to another awesome show. Thanks, mom. <laughs> and then Regina is out there. Hello, beautiful ladies. This is Regina from San Antonio. So I'm like my whole family in the house here this morning. <laughs> awesome. So, you know, as we um, think about all of the stress that we're under, Hillary, where's the stress? coming from she said i need to please i need to fix to be the mm. fixer mm -hmm. you know that that's something i suffer from fix, being the trying to be the fixer trying to be mm. the holy ghost if you will you know <laughs> i had to come to the realization i am not the holy ghost i am not the um uh, i don't need to fix everything for mm -hmm. everybody's situation you know, and um, because I allowed myself to be in that place, 
that's the place that people expected me to be. Mm. You know, and so when you when you put that out there, that's what mm. how can I say? You teach people how to treat you, you know, and that they you you teach them that you're the one to come to with all their problems. <laughs> they want to come to you with all their problems. <laughs> You know, and then we learning how to say no. Ooh, that that thing right there is a is a major lifesaver. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that's something I had to learn along the way, along my journey. And and I'm telling you, in the last few years, have I learned to be really good with that. Wow. You know what? We should let's let's take a quick detour. And Stephanie joined. Good morning, Steph. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in. So for all of you out there, don't forget to share the video, like the video, click on the little subscribe Facebook or YouTube page so that we stay connected going forward. So let's take a little detour on that and talk about this saying no. Right. Because as we um let me just ask, Roz, who taught you how to say no? Did anybody sit down and say, Roz, this is how you say no so that you can maintain your sanity? Uh-uh. I had I, I had to get to the point of no return before I started saying no. Mm-hmm. I had to get to the point to where I was tired of being tired and then helping people and like, you know, you know like here to say, trying to fix it. And I'm giving you the advice, but you're still coming back to me again with the same problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That right, right there. That right there. That, that right there. That right yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. So, so you got this perpetual problem, right? Maybe the problem's going on for three years, and guess what, Roz? I'm coming back to you right. over and over and over again because you know what? You gonna help me fix this problem, right? Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. But you know, you know, you know, we all have that that desire to serve and to help but how far do we serve before it impacts us physically financially spiritually you know we can serve so much until there's a gap you know in 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 our spirit man and our physical you know it impacts our health it you know it impacts a lot of stuff and i know now you know what? What? I, I, look, I am the outsource queen. Anybody that knows me personally, I will. I will say, invoice me in a minute. I don't have a problem with paying for good help. I don't have a problem with asking for help. The only thing is, is that I had to get to the point to where I had lost a lot before mm-hmm. I asked for for help. Wow, that's I had powerful. Lost, I did. I had, and, and I lost a lot and didn't ask for help. And I'm I'm not gonna I'm I I I decided even before COVID came in that I was making a shift this year, and during COVID, like I said a couple of months ago, I had I had help, but it wasn't the right help. I right. hired, fired, hired, fired. You, you you know you go through that until until you get a good fit. Mm-hmm. So now that i have the good fit now now i can come back and retrospectively see what i was doing to myself Hmm. right you know one of the things that you're describing is something a concept that i've been hearing lately that's called fail fast fail Mm -hmm. fast and sometimes what happens to us and stephanie said she shared thank you so much steph um sometimes what happens is when we engage in something when we commit to something then we think we should stick with it no i said i was gonna do this i'm gonna stick with it well maybe but maybe not if it's absolutely not working fail fast cut your losses and move on that's okay you get to make that decision there's a lot of stress that can come from being in a situation that's not working and you know it's not working. And you know it's probably not going to work. And Ronnie, you know, sometimes we stay in a situation so long, we have to call the Coast Guard to help us get out of this trouble. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, even even the, even the Coast Guard and <clears throat> first responders are not going to come if it's going to endanger their life. Right. <clears throat> so, you, exactly. know, we have to, you know, we have to say, you know, we have to recognize at a point in time, that hey, you know, 
got to shut it down, got to shut it down. And like I said, I lost a lot. It impacted my health It impacted my business. It impacted a whole lot. But everybody else was going on with their life. Happy, fa la 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 la. And, you know, I'm I'm broke, busted. Like, you know, I'm busy, broke, busted and disgusted. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Hillary, did you want to add to that? Oh, go ahead. I, I certainly did. I just heard this. I heard that. I heard this. I was like, oh, I want to jump in. <laughs> but, you know, uh, just thinking mm -hmm. about what was it that began to make me see I needed to start saying no. Uh, I had an incident where a family member was called me one night. And she, I said, hello, you know, so-and-so got this problem. So-and-so got that problem. And I got this problem and this, that, that, And I was looking at the phone thinking, what? And I said, why did you call me with all of this? She said, you the one that pray, right? Like, <laughs> I said, no. Oh. She said, okay, I'll talk to you later. I said, ooh, ooh, I'm just a prayer machine over here, I guess. Ooh. And that that made me feel some kind of way. Right. And so then as a leader on the job, I had a uh, staff, right? And one of the staff in particular really got me that particular time. And he came to me. He said, what do I need to do? Okay, I already trained you. I already showed you. I saw you take notes. <laughs> I saw you take notes. Did you refer to your notes? No, I didn't. Just tell me what to do. And I said, I must do that a lot. I must just tell them what to do. And I knew I had to stop that, mm -hmm. you know. And that was the beginning of me, a turnaround at work saying, you know, as the leader, they, they come to me with a question. I had questions for them. <laughs> Made them start to think for themselves. You use your brain. I use mine. But you're going to have to start using your own brain. And so that was a turnaround. You're going to have to learn how to start praying for yourself and your family, you know, on the other end there and I because i had to start trying to figure out how to save some for myself and that yeah. it's not even really being appreciated you know mm -hmm. i'm just kind of like a, a machine i have all the answers i have all the answers come to me <laughs> i have the answers a mighty mouth i come to save the day you know with the cape on the back. Yeah, <laughs> you're an ATM machine because when it comes to solving stuff. You know, the other thing that I found is that people had no problem saying no to me. Oh. I said, oh. oh. They don't have a problem with saying no to me, but if I say no to them, and when I began saying no, if mm. I say no to a request or whatever it was, I don't want to do that, I don't want to go there, no, not now. Oh, the backlash. Right, right. Wow, that's, like, that's pretty. That was like, the backlash was, was it was kind of surprising that they would end up more upset at me than I was up at them. Absolutely. Like, this is new, but I feel okay, though. <laughs> well, so they're going to have to readjust and realign and, and, and figure it out. No. Yeah, that, that those are the things we learn, Hillary, right? As we go through the process, we start to become aware. You know, Stephanie's saying, you know, I sometimes keep on a certain track, even if it's not working, because I'm concerned that other people will think I'm flaky or a quitter, right? And so because of that, it causes you to stick on that path that you know is not working. And it's just additional time. And Michael said, as a leadership trainer, Sometimes I have to cut connections with paying customers if they are not following or causing me stress. Never be afraid to walk away. Listen, just like your customers can fire you and your clients can fire you, you can fire them also. Every client, just because they have a wallet, is not the client for you. Okay, because some clients with the wallet and some of them with bigger wallets will be way more stress and pressure than it's worth on you. And what Every is the I'm sorry, Ron, I just want to say every dollar is not a good dollar. Absolutely. Every dollar, yeah, it's not a good dollar. So, you know, don't be afraid again. I, and, and I'm going to reiterate because I've let go of five clients. I said, oh, look, take, look, and take the caregivers with you. You can have the caregivers. You can have it all. <laughs> <laughs> now, as we, so uh, let's put a pin in this part because I think this aspect of saying no is something that people um, struggle with for many, many reasons. Number one, they don't know how to do it. Number two, they're often afraid of conflict. 
right? Mm -hmm. People are often afraid of conflict. And so they don't want to say no because they're not sure how to do it without getting into that conflict. And what I say to people is you want to learn how to say no and still have compassion, right? You don't, you don't want to be terrible about it just because you need to say no. Like I will say no with compassion. I love you dearly, but no, I don't have time in my schedule for this. Maybe another time, check me out later, you know, whatever. But, you know, there's no need to be ugly about it. It's simply a no. And I understand that you're really busy and that this is hard for you, but I'm not available right now. You know, maybe next time. And so to to bring your heart forward into who we truly are, which is people that care about people, which is why they come to us. Right. They come to us because we care and that's OK. So don't lose that when we need to say no, say it with kindness and compassion. And if the other person takes it some kind of way, that really is on them to own, but you have to own your delivery, right? If you say no in the way that causes the conflict, well, you kind of got to own that, right? <laughs> if you say it with compassion and then they get irritated, then they have to own that. You've done your part. Right. And so um, so I just wanted to to leave that there. I hope that that this conversation around saying no is helpful to someone out there, because I think a lot of us bring on this additional stress and burden onto ourselves simply because we will not say no. We will not say no when our plate is already full. Absolutely. So let's let's can Hillary, were you going to add something? Well, I, you were going on to another point, but maybe it'll come up again. Okay. Yeah. So, so I wanted to um, really go into, um, so for the next thing, we talked about where the stress come from and we all talked about, you know, the stress comes from our, ourselves. So let's, let me, I'm going to put this quote up and, and then I want us to just um, talk about it a little bit and, and let's just see, <laughs> see, see how we, how we feel about um, this particular quote. So let me put it on the screen for us. Let's see. All right. Okay. So, and this is my own quote. We are the greatest contributors to our own stress. Therefore, we can choose to be stress-free and loving me. Rhonda Y. Williams. Now, this quote is important for me, and it's one that I sometimes um, people feel some time, type of way about because they often feel like I'm saying it's their fault. Oh, you're saying it's all my fault. No, that's not what that says. So, so how did you all take that when I say, you know, we are the greatest contributors to our own stress? Is that something you agree with? And it ha is that what has contributed to the stress in your life? And Hillary, let's start with you. Okay. Uh, I would say yes and yes. I think you asked two questions. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the Being the own contributor, if you're trying to please people all the time, you're trying to fix people all the time, you have problems saying no, it really does fall in your lap because you're, you're the one that has to take that responsibility for yourself, for your peace. I'm so... Um, I talk about the lymphatic system a lot, but I'm also wanting people to get to a place where they can transform their health and their peace. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. when you have your peace, your health is mm -hmm. going to be better. Because if you don't have peace, your health is going to show it. If your health is, is not what it ought to be, you're not going to have peace like you need to have. And that can cause you to act different ways and whatnot. You know, um, and just when you begin to to know yourself, that's something mm -hmm. I had to learn too, to really know myself and, 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 and love me, like you said, and love me. And mm -hmm. that I deserve peace. I, I'm helping other people have peace, but I deserve peace, even if that means that you're going to get upset with me because I'm taking my peace out of your pocket and putting it back in my own pocket. Oh, mm -hmm. who's got your peace? You gave it to somebody if you don't have it. Wow. You know, so you have to get it back. I, I, I'm going to have some coins made, some kind of coins made or I love a credit that. card that says my peace. 
Because if somebody else, if you don't have it, you need to figure out who you give it to. <laughs> so you can get it back. Get it back right? they're, walking away with, they're walking away with your piece. Yup, wait, come back. Okay. Who's got my piece? Wow. That's the way I feel about it. Hmm. Roz? Ma'am, she said it all. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that how many people have I allowed to take my joy yeah. and to take my peace. You know, I'm around here, hot as fish grease with you and you walking around, you know, skipping around, going on vacation, eating ice cream. And I'm over here eating pity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, so, you know, so, you know, so again, you know, my peace, my peace, my my position gives value to my peace. Mm -hmm. And and if I'm not in the right position, if I'm not doing the right thing, you know, if I'm procrastinating or whatever, I lose my peace. If I don't want to be confrontational, I'm gonna lose my peace. You know, if I don't want to handle things, everything we do comes with accountability, comes with a decision, comes with options. So I opted out, as they say, and I gave you my joy. But now I'm going to opt back in, like Hillary said, giving my stuff back. And that's Absolutely. what I'm doing now. That's what I'm doing now. A few months ago, I told you guys, I said, <laughs> I am finally coming in to the woman that I have wanted to be for a very long time. But I couldn't do that because I was giving everything to everybody else. Mm -hmm. Now I am Roz Jones. The CEO and owner. You know what? You know, I I I have a different swag about myself. You know, mm -hmm. I'm putting on makeup more. You know, I'm getting mm -hmm. my hair full food, and you know, I'm 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 spending more time with me mm. to know me and to love me. You can't do that if you're giving time to everybody else. How are you gonna have joy if you don't spend time with yourself? Mm. You gotta have relationship with yourself first. And internally and then externally, that's going to come out. So all of that is contributing to, you know, your joy and your peace. you got to start with you. But we got to set boundaries and we got to understand, you know, <laughs> loving me requires, uh, you know, I require time, honey. Mm -hmm. <laughs> loving me requires time. And that's okay. And you deserve every minute that you give yourself. But that's you know it. We got to invest in ourselves. We always talk about investing in ourselves. We mm -hmm. always talk about investing and we don't do it. Right. We don't do it. But go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry. You know, I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll... it's okay. No, this is good. This is really good because this is the heart of the discussion where I want to go because here's the entire point to that quote that I put up, right? We are the greatest contributors to our own stress because we choose to get caught up in all of this craziness. You know, I deal with a lot of leaders and, and that really is the work that I do. And they're very stressed. But why are they stressed? And they'll say, well, because at work, this is happening because I'm working long hours because I can't feel like I'm off when I'm actually at home with the family um, because my workload is getting more. But all of those things you can manage. Mm -hmm. Those are just That's just stuff. <clears throat> happening on the outside. You have to choose what you bring inside. Stress is an inside game, right? Wow. Stress is an wow. inside game. And there's nobody inside but you, right? Bam. <laughs> Stress is an inside game and there's nobody inside but you. All of this stuff, here's what we do. We get caught up trying to fix all the stuff out here thinking that that's how we fix our stress. Stop that. <laughs> like, let that go. Because guess what? The craziness in the politics, the craziness at your job, the craziness from your boss, the craziness from the employee who didn't follow through, the craziness from the family member who's calling you at weird hours of the night. None of those things may stop. But you internally can decide how you're going to manage it. People are like, oh, you're just always happy and you have things under control. No, I've just made a decision 
that a lot of that nonsense, I'm not getting involved. I'm not letting myself mentally get too deep into it. I see it. I hear it. But I'm not bringing it in. That's the difference. Can you stop bringing all of the external chaos and drama into you? Because stress is an inside game. So um, Nikki, uh, so I'm going to go over a couple comments. First of all, let me back up a little bit. Cindy said when you were speaking, Hillary, she said, I love that. And I think she was speaking about the piece, uh, your piece, right? <laughs> Who did you give your piece to? That was so powerful. Both of you ladies have come up with such great points today. Um, Regina said, amen, Roz. And then she also said, yes, Hillary, on making those coins, I am right with you. Yes, make those <laughs> coins. Make it symbolic for you. Don't let anybody walk away with your piece. And then Nikki says, oh, my God, that is uh, that is what just happened. And 30 minutes ago, I just had to do things that favored me. Listen, this is really the crux of stress. Right. When we let ourselves get too far out there. Thank you for that comment. When you, we let ourselves get too far out there with all of the problems of the world, then we lose ourselves in it. And the question is, how can we stay grounded, use our inner work, our inner peace to see all of that, manage it and still be stress free and loving me? Yeah, I know it's a political election and things are crazy, but guess what? I'm stress free and loving me. Because that's what I have chosen. Michael says, uh, when a few problems occur, look for the causes at work. When everything else is going wrong, go look. Ooh, go home, look in the mirror and see the cause. Yes, because it's staring right back at you, Michael, right? Mm. That, that The cause wow. is staring right back at you. So, um, Hillary and Roz, I'm going to let you guys tune in on the fact that stress is an inside game and it's the inner work is nothing external to you that you need to fix. What you need to fix is what's going on inside of you. And can you be in that position of loving you? So Hillary, let's start with you. Okay. Uh, I was just thinking about how stress began to show up in my life and mm. it began to show up with anxiety attacks. They would come right out of just like I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm fine right now. I can hear the voice of someone that that was of trigger, and I start. <laughs> I just cough with just take over that fight or flight thing. Your heart bracing and mm -hmm. that whole thing. It take me a while to to try to uh, catch my breath because the more I try to catch my breath, the more I'm over breathing. That's causing it to be. Oh my god. And I it, I didn't put it together until somewhere along the way that I realized it wasn't. I said, oh, I have this cough because I used to smoke years and years ago. Okay. I have this cough because dairy, dairy does not agree with me. But then I found, no, it's not about the, the, the fact that I used to smoke or the fact that certain things that I eat can cause a, a problem. It's that person. <laughs> It's, it's, it's the situation that will come up, conflict uh, type situations will come up and it, and it would just go just like that. And I said, that would that began my journey. Uh, there's got to be something I can do that I can do to, to help this, to stop it, to get in front of it, something, you know, especially if, if, if it's, it, you know, I had to realize this is stress. It's more than stress. This is like an out and out attack against me, a panic attack, an anxiety attack. And uh, that's what led me on the journey of trying to figure out what to do. And I found out about lymphatic, you know, lymphatic system and breathing techniques and different things like that. But that's what I began to see that at work as a leader. And I'm telling you, this, the stressful situations that would happen that would trigger that, you know, I had to get in the, uh, get in a whole mindset for a meeting, you know, to be so that that wouldn't happen. No matter what, com com no matter which way the conversation would go, or if I was the one that was going to be attacked for my office or whatever, that I was going to breathe my way through this thing because it's happening inside me. Mm -hmm. They're sitting out here calm and collected and don't understand what's wrong with her. 
Right. And I'm sitting here saying, I'm getting trying to figure this out because ain't nothing really wrong with me. Just give me a minute. <laughs> you know, but it, it just began to to um to make me see that it was something I needed to do. Right. You know. And when I would go to the doctor, they say, Well, you need to take an inhaler for the rest of your life. No, Hillary's not gonna do that because this is this is not just um like an asthma, this got to do with situations that come right. up. You know, that's when I began to see you're gonna have to learn some techniques, some tools, or something, because this is not a medical thing. This is this is when your brother calls you that was at the time when he was on drugs, he's not anymore, thank God. But when he would when I would hear his voice on the phone, bam, I start coughing. And he would say, Why do you do that every time I call you? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> it just that's when I began a journey and I found there are so many things you can do. And the first thing to do is deciding that you matter. Mm. And that no matter what the situation is, your peace belongs to you. My peace belongs to me. You know. So I gotta find out ways in order to to keep in, keep it in my possession. You know, whatever it's going to take. And if it's saying no, it's going to help it. No, it is. Well, if not now, then I'm not gonna, now. I want to follow up on that because you're talking about sort of the physical manifestations yeah. that can come as a result of stress. And Roz, mm -hmm. do you have any sort of when you're under a lot of stress, does it show up physically for you or is it all sort of emotional and mental? Let her eat all of the above, all mm. of the above shows up uh, i realized that as a business owner you know because we own the business we put all of ourselves into the business right. we're hr we're you know um payroll we are you know the leader you know all, you know we have to be everything because now we don't have what we had in corporate it's just us so as 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 those problems came up I handled them and I kept handling them, but I didn't put anybody in place. And then my biggest mistake, my biggest mistake as a business leader, and this is just me talking, is that I became common with my employees. Hmm. I became common. And what I and when I say common is that I, I became too comfortable with them. You know, you know, I I I didn't set boundaries on me being the boss and you being an employee. You know, so they never treated me and respected me as an employee and as a boss. Mm -hmm. So it made, it made for a hard situation when I would give instructions and you wouldn't follow. Right. Or when it was time to let mm -hmm. go and you couldn't figure out why. So again, you know, part, part of this was because I wasn't trained on that part, you know. You know, when you go to college and you go to, you know, to get that MBA, they don't tell you about you know, the degrees of separation, how you need to separate yourself a little bit between. Mm -hmm. And so with me not doing that, and I had to take all that on, on my blood pressure went up, my hair fell out, mm -hmm. weight gain, um, you know, my, um, uh, um, oh gosh, my fingernails got thin, my thyroid kicked up, you know, just, you know, just a, my eating habits became worse. I got less sleep. I was getting less than four hours of sleep every day. So I wasn't even getting 30 hours of sleep a week. So all that impacted my, you know, I was eating sugar, drinking high sugar drinks, gaining the weight, losing the weight, gaining the weight, you know, so tired I could barely walk up steps. All of this because I made a choice. Not to say, please, please don't think that I regret regret being an entrepreneur. I don't regret it because mm -hmm. I know and understand better now where I am now, what I did wrong. So now I can help others. So see, my journey is not only for me, but it's for other people. Mm -hmm. But in that journey, we got to realize, number one, we got to ask for help. Number two, we got to set boundaries. Number three, that if we don't, this is what's going to happen. The other day for me to come and sleep, sleep. For 13, 14 hours, I, I, I've never done that, ever. I was beyond exhausted. Right, yeah. I was beyond exhausted. But like I said, now 
since I finally got the, the person in place and now I'm getting the people in place in business. Now, since I can sleep, I don't have bags under my eyes. I used to have really black. I mean, even my makeup couldn't cover it up. I didn't have to put on as much makeup. I'm noticing, you know, I'm noticing little things. Mm -hmm. you know, my skin is not as droopy, you know, uh, you know, just little things. I'm able to eat at designated times. Just those little things because I made a choice. I made a decision. Yep. Okay. I made the choice and I made the decision that I got to love me and I got to invest in me. The only way I can get more sleep is to ask for help and to put the right people in place. And that's what happens to a lot of us as entrepreneurs. You know, we go all 100 in because we figure nobody can do it but us. The devil right. is alive. <laughs> There's, somebody out there that can help you. There's somebody out there that can do it. But, you know, for, for me, that's how stress impacted me. Um, you know, financially, too, I lost because, you know, I was I, my focus was not where it was supposed to be. Also, too, you know, you lose focus. Some things fall, you know, in the gap. Sometimes you procrastinate. Everything under the sun happened to me because of my decisions. And that's why my stress levels went up. It was because I did not have the right systems and people and processes in place so that at the end of the day, I could invest in me and could come home and rest. And for over five or six years now, I, I haven't been able to do that. Wow. But not for you. No, that's that's really powerful because understanding who you are and how stress affects you helps you make the decisions I think that you need to make. Um, Nikki says, yes, you're right, Miss Hillary. Peace belongs to me. Yes, absolutely. And then Cindy says, without taking authority, others take advantage. And as Rob says, we wind up eating pity. Good point, Rob. I love that. Without love taking that. authority, others take advantage. And you have to be the authority for you and what works for you. Here's the thing. We can't get caught up in other people saying, well, why aren't you doing this? Well, you really, or how about this one? Oh, you used to do this, right? Well, that's yesterday. <laughs> that's this that guilt. Today. They're going to put that right. guilt yeah. on you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But but they can, only, uh, they can only give as much as you'll take, mm -hmm. right? Everything else just needs to roll off, sort of like water off a duck's back, right? It's like, what? Okay, cool. If that's how you feel, yeah, great. That's just information for me. I don't need to react to it. I don't need to fix it. I don't need to justify it. And I don't need to do anything with it. It's just information. And I can choose to just deal with it like that. So Michael says, three degrees separation between leaders and workers, one degree for you, one degree for them, and one de degree for the company. Always set boundaries and no crossing them. The workers will understand that. Thank you, Michael, um, for that. We all have, that's something as entrepreneurs, we all have to learn. So let's talk about as we, um, we're going to start our wrap up round, but I want you guys to talk about strategies and what people can do to help manage their stress. And, and then Hillary, I know you do amazing work in this area as well. But let's begin to talk about strategies. For me, um, I, so much for me, because of the work that I do with leaders and emotional intelligence, so much of it begins in the mindset, right? It, it begins with the way that you think about things. And emotional intelligence is simply the act of using your emotions intelligently. So that's what I say to people in terms of managing your stress. Use your emotions intelligently. What is stress? Stress is the tension response. It's the body's natural response and reaction, right? It's a natural thing, but our bodies were not designed to live in chronic stress. Stress was designed to be that flight, fight or flight type of reaction. Helps us get out the way, you know, do whatever we need to do to stay safe. But we are living under constant stress. So um, what I say to people is pay attention to your emotions. Because my level of stress and my stress tolerance is very, might be different than Hillary's, right? So I have to pay attention to me. When I start feeling tight, when I start feeling anxious, when I start feeling, you know, getting the nausea or the tension headache, when I start, you know, just getting overwhelmed and stressed, I need to take action. Those are signals that your body is saying to you, this ain't right. <laughs> this ain't right. I don't like it. It ain't good for you. 
right? So you have to do something with that. And what you can do with that is you can decide to get begin going inside, doing that inside work, right? To start thinking about situations differently, to let go of the Superman or Superwoman cape, let that go, not stop trying to be everything to everyone, establishing the boundaries, like we said, and to love on you, minimally love on you. And if you just start there, it will change a whole lot of other things because you'll recognize when you're not loving on you. If you're working 12 hours a day and then going home and you're working another three hours because you can't get off the phone with work and then the family's never seeing your job loves you, but your family says they never see you, right? That's not loving on you. So that in and of itself will cause you to take different actions. Pay attention to your body. Your emotions are a primary source of information. So that's one of the things I wanted to say. So two more comments, and then we're going to come to you, Roz, for any strategies you want to share. And then we'll come to, and we'll wrap up with Hillary. And she can share a little bit more about what she does with the lymphatic system and also share how people can reach her. So Cindy says, awesome, Michael. She liked that comment by Michael. And then um, and Michael said, for Roz, asking for help is a sign of strength not a sign of weakness. It shows you know your limits. Good, good girl. Absolutely, Michael. You know what? We all have to learn what those limits are. So Roz, um, what, uh, what strategies would you recommend uh, for leaders, entrepreneurs, uh, mothers out there who are struggling um, to help them begin to reduce some of their stress burden? To me, stress is a warning sign and not a lifestyle. Hmm. Stress is a warning sign and not a lifestyle. And so a lot of times when we get stressed, we're like, oh, it, you know, you, you think it's going to go away, but you have to put in some type of system, some something, put something in place for that stress to stop. You know, so in, in, in order for the stress to take a different turn or to go away, you have to do something different. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you a, an example. We were talking earlier about my social media. And so I had to take a different step in order for my social media to take a different look in order for people to look at me different and treat me different. Mm -hmm. Now, since I took that step, I'm getting different reactions. I'm getting the reactions that I have wanted for five or 10 years. Okay. It was because I took the action and I made the decision. When we type on Microsoft Word and that word is wrong and they have a little red squiggly line under there, that's a warning sign that something is wrong. It's not just, you know. <laughs> ignoring at your peril. <laughs> right. But how many of us have ignored that squiggly line? Mm -hmm. How many of us have ignored that squiggly And I'm guilty, hands up. You know, I can't, I can't, I can't. I've got it. Yeah, you know, I can't put I can't put it out there, you know, unless I've I've done it. Everything I talk about on this show, I, I'm transparent and I've been guilty. But the whole thing is, heed the warning signs. Stop. If you see the weight is gaining, back up from the table. I got to do that. Go for a walk. Do whatever's necessary to get that weight off. If you're sleepy, you're working too much. Back up get some rest. There's warning signs. If you're exhausted, it's, it's because, you know, everything, when stress happens with anything, there's a warning sign. Stop. Right. Yeah. But you got to pay attention. You got to you pay attention or you'll blow right through that stop sign, that warning sign ahead of you. Um, because we're all moving so fast and we think that's how it has to be. It doesn't have to be that way. You can choose how it's going to be for you. So before we go to Hillary and let her give her uh, remarks, everybody hold up your cup. Let's do our post-production shot before I forget again. <laughs> Big smile. Awesome. That'll be our post-production shot. Very cool. All right. So Ms. Hillary, what can people do to help them uh, start to manage their stress? Well, Everything that you all have already said and being aware of yourself, getting to really know yourself so that you'll know when something is off balance. You'll know when the squiggly line is, is mm -hmm. present mm -hmm. <laughs> and you need to stop and do something. You know, Microsoft also has, a, I think it's blue or green squiggly line that says, are you sure? 
You sure you want to use this word? <laughs> you know, so we need to we need to know the squiggly lines that show themselves in our lives because they do. Mm -hmm. Our but we have to begin to really know ourselves. And I had somebody tell me that once. I didn't understand it until I started knowing myself. So mm -hmm. that's the first. That really is a first step. And then when you, when you get stressed out, learning breathing techniques. Most people don't even breathe properly to the way God intended. So learning to breathe through a situation and doing breathing techniques that you can do anywhere, anytime. I said, listen, you're breathing anyway. You might as well learn how to make it work for you. <laughs> okay. And then the, the number one way that I'll tell anybody, and you might not be able to do that everywhere, every time, bouncing on a mini trampoline, but you can bounce. Mm-hmm. You can bounce. I'm bouncing right now. That helps to, and I just felt a rush. That helps to to activate your lymphatic system. Mm -hmm. And when it gets activated, it's amazing how it can bring you clarity, clarity of mind, how it can help you to, you, know, you get so stressed, you can't make decisions. And as a leader, that's really important. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you have to make decisions on the fly. But when you get stressed out, you can't even gather your thoughts together. Bouncing. Is an amazing thing to help activate your lymphatic system that helps you to have more clarity, helps you to be able to think clear, makes you um, stress less. Mm -hmm. I mean, almost immediately. It's right. just amazing, you know? And so those are two things that I, and for me, when I find myself in situations now, I will walk away. But I'll mm -hmm. smile, I'll stay calm. But in order for me to continue that calmness, I need to step away for a minute. If I'm ever excuse myself to the ladies' room <laughs> or outside the door, breathe some fresh air right quick, and then come on, I I, I find that's working for me right now. Awesome. You know, when I feel that squiggly line coming, it's time to step away. Wonderful. And and Hillary, if people want to connect with you and follow you or learn more about what you do, how should they connect with you? Well, they can uh, reach me certainly here on Facebook at Hillary Gooden, H-I-L-L-A-R-Y-G-O-O-D-E-N. And uh, if they would, if they can direct message me here, I'm on Instagram. If you pull up Hillary Gooden, you'll see you'll see me on LinkedIn. Um, also, Hillary Gooden. I'm just pretty easy to find. I'm Googleable, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> You're Googleable. You can find cool. me. Absolutely. Yes. You know, as if it, oh, if, I'm sorry, That's but okay. uh, I have a, a challenge coming up in my Facebook group. They can find me there at Transform Your Health and Peace. Hmm. Transform Your Health and Peace. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, it's just it's just one of those things for us. We've got to put in strategy. We need to approach our life. You know, we use strategy for so much, especially those of us that are familiar with business and we're entrepreneurs and we use strategy for everything. But sometimes we don't apply strategy to our own lives. And especially if you're dealing with a significant amount of stress, have a system, have a strategy for dealing with that until it becomes second nature to you and you can just manage it on the fly. You know, one additional thing that um, you were just alluding to is movement. Right. Emotions are simply energy in motion. So go for a walk. That'll that helps to decrease and detense uh, some of your body um, sometimes, too. So move, walk, bounce like Hillary's doing. Hillary's <laughs> over here bouncing, bouncing. You know, do whatever you your life. <laughs> Develop a strategy that works for you. So um, it's very, very exciting. So um, I, I want to thank you, uh, you ladies, for um, being here today. This was a great conversations. Thanks to everyone out there uh, that was watching today. Don't forget, if you have not already, don't forget to share the video because there's somebody out there who's been having a stressful week COVID, with COVID and everything else happening. There is no shortage of stress. But wouldn't it be a game changer for them if you tune them in to the secret that stress is an inside game and you get to decide who you let um, be inside. So um, there was another comment I saw out there. Nikki, no, she was going to post something. So um, I'm going to 
just say to everyone out there, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for tuning into the Coffee with Rhonda show. Um, for my panelists, stay tuned for just a minute. Um, if you're out there, we are here every Saturday, same time, same bat station. Remember to stay positive, be empowered, and always express gratitude and appreciation for what's in your cup. For the panelists, stay tuned. For everybody else, we will see you next week. We are so excited and look forward to coming back for another show. Thank you so much, Hillary, for joining. Thank you. Right. Hey, that went good.